starting Bezrus Hashem, Daf Mem Dalid, at fourth last line, the Mishnah at the bottom of Mem Gimel and Beis. Zuck the Mishnah. Arba Achin, if you have four brothers, and Suan Arba Nashim, married to four women. Now we'll see in a second, there must be more than four brothers, but Umesu. And these four brothers married to the four women die. So now you essentially have four women who are all falling to Yibam, four separate batim. If the oldest surviving brother wants to Yibam, he's allowed to be Yibam all four. If a person is married to two women, and he dies. So again, that's where you have two women falling to Yibam from one bias. Then the bia or chalitza, meaning either yibum or chalitza of one of the women, you don't have to do something to both of the women. One of them will take care of the zika. Poteras saras on the tzara will go free. Let's say you have one who is a kasher lekuhuna and one is psula lekuhuna. Let's say the man had two wives. One of them he married. She was um, she's a besula, and the other one was a gerusha. Or she's a, you know she she's a regular woman. Let's say the other one's a grusha. So these two women are falling to yibam. So what we say is do chalitza chalitz lepsula. However, if he's doing yibam, then he could do miyabim lekshera even to the kshera. He could do yibam to any which one he wants. If it's the, if he's going to end up with the woman, and we'll see why in the gemara. So now zok the gemara. So the gemara just is trying to understand. It's a funny lashon. We're saying there's four four brothers have four wives. There doesn't seem like there's any other brothers. So the Gemara says, Arba Achen If there's only four brothers, right? It should have said Arba Mehem. If there's only four brothers, so then who's left to do Yibam? And all four died. Four of the brothers. So really, there were many more brothers. And what we're saying is, one brother can do Yibam to all four wives, four Batim. The, this is four separate Batim, four separate Nephilas to Yibam. Okay, and that's why he would be Miyabim all four. So it was just Biyadai. So the Gemara says, Veshavki, they really? We allow. One brother to do even to all four? Vahatanya, I will learn in a brisa that says, Vikaruloi zikne irai, that in the Yibam process, when the Pasuk so goes through, and at some point says, that the Zikanim have to summon the guy, and the Yavim, and they speak to him. And then, what does it mean, they, they with him? What, what, are they, 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 what are they talking about? It's either do Yibam or say you don't want to, do Chalitza. So, what are they discussing? We give him a proper advice, like. If he is very young and, and, and the Yom is very old, so he's very old and she's very young. What do you have business with such a young little girl? Why would you want to marry someone who's so much older than you? Inevitably, the generational gap will lead to problems. Okay, so what do we see here? We see here that we don't put put them in a situation to fail. That, that if Bezdin realizes that there's going to be problems, so then we advise him not to do Yibam. So to over here, right, how could, nobody can afford, we're assuming, the assumption is that he can't afford to um, be baino all four batim, to support four families. So how could we let him go ahead and do Yibam to all four women? It's going to create problems. So where it says, let's no, he can't afford it, and therefore it's going to be okay. So I, so again, that means if you can't afford it, then we would not allow you to even, which we're going to discuss in a moment over here. 
I, why dafka four? So if you can afford it, you don't have a hundred. What's the difference? So Eitzah Teva Kamash Malan, that we're teaching you in Eitzah Teva, Dalad in Tveiloi, that a person should not marry more than four wives. Kihechi dinam taye oina b'chaydesh. So, and Rashi explains that, so he can fulfill the mitzvah of oina once a month with each woman. And Rashi explains that we're dealing with a Talmud Chacham, Zman oina is once a week, and therefore if he has four wives, so he'll be able, by doing oina uh, once a week, so he'll be able to run through all of his wives once a month, okay? And that is why what the mission is coming to tell us that it's dafka four, not a good idea to, to do even to more than four. Now, a couple questions over here. So first of all, how could we, the assumption of the Gemara is that if you can't afford it, so then we tell you to do, go, go do chalitza, don't do yibam. So the Gemara asks, so the Mepharshim asks, I don't understand, chalitza makam yibam ain't a mitzvah. We've had that concept of dafka we've had it a few times already. So, that, that chalitza doesn't count when it comes to Yibam. So how could we just go ahead and say, you know what, we don't like the shidduch, so let's not, let's just go ahead and invite him to chalitza. So, um, you know, when he can't afford it, or for instance, if he's older or she's older, significantly older. So the Gemara says like this, really the Havamina is, the Havamina in the Gemara is, um, and, and this is what they try to answer, that the Havamina is, is that we're talking about l'sharachim. But if we look here, we're never suggesting that 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 one brother does yibum, you know. Let's say there's many brothers, so one brother could do yibum to all the wives if he and it, only if he can afford it. And if he can't afford it, then that brother should do yibum to let's say one wife and chalitza to three. No, what we're saying is if there's other brothers, then let the other brothers do it. And that's the way to read the Mishnah that if he could afford it, then one brother can may do yibum to all four. But if he can't afford it, then he should, then we should have the other brothers do yibum. Except the problem is, is that when this uh, din is brought down the halach on the Shulchan Aruch, it's mashma that even if there's only one brother, so we're going to advise him that if he can't afford it, to go ahead and do chalitza to the, to the, to the yibamas. And so too, in regards to if he's older, if he's significantly older or she's significantly older, and again, the question, we go back to the original question, which is, so how could we advise that? So there's some of that try to explain that this is Misham, the gather of Darchi Nayam. We've discussed the idea of Darchi Nayam um, uh, all the way in Tesis, and the first, on Daf Beis, we, dis- we discussed, so we brought down, uh, the Gemara had an idea of, of certain, certain situations, we won't say Yibam afterwards because of Darchi Nayam, we don't want to create a situation where she's already married, um, and she has moved on, Okay, that was, for instance, that was a reason why some say that the Aishas actually by Lama is an Isser because of Dark Inayam. So um, we see that, that it does play, that this is, this is a relevant din over here. Okay, so that's just one thing I want to discuss. Second thing is, is that it's very interesting that when we talked about maximum four women, why? Because of I know. We said that a Tamar Chacham has a Chi of I know once a week. And therefore, um, therefore, this way, he'll end up going through maximum four women, so that he'll end up uh, being with each woman, each one of his wives, once a month. So the question is, is okay, that's very good for a Talmud Chacham, but what happens if somebody is not a Talmud Chacham? There are some people who have to do Aina more frequently, so in which case they should be allowed to have more wives, and some who, are, who, who only have to do Aina much less frequently, you know, camel drivers, etc. Right? So how can the Gemara go ahead and say it's Dalid? You know, we, we use, we benchmark the Talmud Chacham. There could be a situation where, according to that logic, where you have to have Aina with, with a wife once a month. And there are some, some, some don't even have to have Aina once a month with even one wife. So how do we understand that? So as you cite over here that the Mepharshim tried to explain is that when we talk about Yibam, it doesn't have to conform. And this is the point here is that it doesn't have to conform to the normal Aina. That we can pick a, a standard Aina and say that this should be the case. That since 
he didn't choose these wives. We've had this, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu essentially did this shirech, he chose for him. So therefore, they don't have to conform to the normal, the normal Aina. Um, okay, therefore, they don't have to conform to the normal Aina. Um, but that just one, that's the way Rashi explains this. They, the Mepharshim explained that according to the Rambam and the way the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that they actually bring this as a din, that even if a person marries, not only by Yim, but if a person marries, he shouldn't take more than a maximum of four wives, so we're, ba- we're benchmarking Talmud Chacham, and the way the place can explain is, again, even by marriage, that what we're talking about is, but they're, but they're bringing this din, that if it's somebody who has a chi of aina twice, let's say a pile has a chi of aina twice a week, so then he could marry actually up to eight, eight wives. Okay, let's move on. So now, Misha Yonasoy is somebody who is married uh, to two women and he dies. So now two women fall from one biased Hebrew. So we said, So the Gemara wants to understand, why is that so? Let's do Yibam to both of them. You know why you can't do Yibam to two women? So we say, right, that you do Chalitza to somebody who is not meaning he chooses not to do Yibam. But what do we see? We see that you can only do, you can only be Baina one, you can only be Baina one bias from one man and you can't go ahead and create two new families and therefore you just do Yibam to one. Okay, well, if you're doing, that's fine if you're doing Yibam, I understand, but let's say you choose to do Chalitza, so why not do Chalitza to both? So the Gemara says, Amar Marzutra Bar Tuvia, Amar Kar, the Pasuk says, Beis Chalutanao, Bayis Echad, again, we use the Lashon of Bayis, Beis Chalutanao, Bayis Echad, Huchalitz, Veina Chalutz, Veina Chalutz, Shnei Batim. Frek the Gemara, okay. So I understand why you can't do more than one Yibam or more, more than one Chalitza, but if I have two women following to Yibam, maybe, Veniyabim Lechadav and Achlitz Lechadav, maybe I'll do Yibam to one and Chalitza to the other one. So the Gemara says, no, 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 you can't do that. Amar Kra Imla Yachbites, that when when is there a chiv of chalitza? When the yabam doesn't want to do yibam, hachafetz. But if he wanted to do yibam, then yibam, hachafetz yibam. Okay, but if he wanted to, he could do yibam. Okay, that's the only time you'd have chalitza where yibam is an option. Therefore, kol chalitza, kol chalitza. Okay, and therefore, there's no havamina to say that after yibam. Since we already said that so he can only do yibam one yibam, so therefore to the second lady there's no havamina that he would be doing chalitza that we have to do chalitza because he can't do yibam. She's the second lady is not yibam, so she's not yibam, so there she wouldn't be chalitza. And says the Gemara, Gemara says okay because we don't want we don't want to think that you can do yibam and chalitza. Who cares? Again, if you do, as the Gemara says, you're right, who cares? So if you do Yibam first, so we're saying, um, don't do Chalitza after Yibam, okay, because, so, but Chalitza after Yibam itself wouldn't be a problem. You're right, it's no problem. We've had this concept before. The concern is maybe that he'll do Chalitza first, Okay, and then hold the yibam and the ka the kamle bila yivna. Right, and then there'll be over and Israelab that since he already did chalitza, since one woman already did chalitza, so this whole situation is no longer shaykh to yibam, it's kimish lebana shudla yivna, and there's a chayve lav, is an Israelab to live with either of the women, and therefore we tell them that because, so even, even though you're right, that there's no harm in do chalitza itself after yibam, because it's really nothing. But 
The concern is that if we tell you to do Yibam after Chalitza, then we might co- go ahead and do Chalitza before Yibam, and that uh, can lead to problems. Okay, so Frech the Gemara, okay. This whole bias thing where you're saying that only one woman does Yibam, only one woman does Chalitza, so maybe you'll tell me that when there's only one wife, then do Yibam. Kei but if two, if, 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 the, the guy dies with two wives, look, this guy misses him. Don't do him at all. So the Gemara says, one second. In Cain, so you, that's what you want to tell me. You want to tell me that anytime there are tsaras, there should be no yibum. In Cain, tsaras erva, the asr achman alamali. Well, we started. Chamesh is in Ashen, Paitras, tsaras, same, and tsaras, tsaras, same. So we went to the whole concept of tsaras erva. Why do they have to tell me litzrar? If you're telling me anytime two women fall to yibum, there is no, there is no such thing as yibum. What you're trying to say is only even when there's one one wife. So then, why do I need this whole din of tsaras? So the Gemara says, "Hash the bay, right? Lomali, hash the bays." But I'm amrit la b'nei chalitza v'yibim ninhu. When you have two regular women, none of them, both of them are fine, and and we're saying there's no yibum tsaras erba mibaya. So of course tsaras erba is not going to fall to yibum. Even a regular time when there's when there's two women falling to yibum. So the Gemara says, "No, no, 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 lehepach alomaloi itzrich sachatay dechamina." I could actually think the other way. That erva abroi kaima, that since the erva, like we said, is an erva, she can't fall to yibam. So you're right. So since she can't fall to yibam, therefore there's a havamina to think, tisyabim <coughs> tsarasa. So the tsara, since the erva doesn't fall to yibam, then it's like a de facto, only one woman is falling to yibam, just the tsara. So I might actually think that when you have an erva with a tsara, tsara and erva, so that the tsara actually would do yibam because the erva doesn't fall to yibam. She's not shaykh to yibam. But maybe when you have two women falling to yibam, there is no deteris yibam. Kamash malandi surah. Okay, so where do we know this idea? Ella says the Gemara. Okay. Um, Ella says the Gemara. How do we know that when two women fall, that there is still a mitzvah yibam, that maybe yibam is only when there's one wife. Okay, so we have, uh, the Pasuk says also yivimtai, the Pasuk says, it says, um, so we say yivimta twice in the Pasuk to say that even when there are two yivamas, there is a nefila to, there is a nefila to yibam. Now, let's move on to the next part of the mission. The mission said, if you have one woman who is kosher to kahuna, and one woman is possible to kahuna, so she's a grusha, two women are falling. So if you can do chalitza, do chalitza to the psula. Why? We've had this concept before. Okay, don't spill out your water, even though you don't need it, it, others may need it. Okay, and therefore, if anyways you're doing chalitza, don't go ahead and do chalitza to the kosher woman and make her puzzle. That'll that'll uh, that'll make make it that she can't marry a kahen. So since d- don't go ahead and create more psulim. Okay, somebody else might want to marry a, a kahen might marry might might want to marry this woman. And therefore, if you're going to do chalitza anyways, do chalitza to the woman who's already puzzle. Okay, let's move on to the next mishnah. Zak the mishnah machshig rishasi. So. These are chayvei laben. Hamachzer grushasai, hanoisei chalutzasai. Somebody who remarries his, he divorces his wife and then remarries her. Hanoisei chalutzasai. Somebody who marries the lady who did chalitza too. Hanoisei. Okay, so that would be kiven shalei bana shivla yivnetz. That's also chayvei laben. Hanoisei kroivas chalutzasai. Somebody who marries, let's say, Achaz Chalutzasa, the Karav is Chalutzasa, so let's say his Karav sister, which we're going to have to understand. As far as we knew, the whole idea of Kravis Chalutzasa or Achaz Chalutzasa was a Dindrat Banan, but here it seems, like in Rabbi Akiva Shita, that's the famous Rabbi Akiva Shita, Yoytzi, the Kedushin 
isn't typhus, you have to be Yitzi, Vahavlan Mamzer. Okay, he has to, or I would say that he has to divorce, okay, and the child would be a Mamzer. This famous Rabbi Kivashita that Yesh Mamzer Mechaibelav. Mamzer, that Chaibelav and don't make a Mamzer. It's only Chaibelav. However, the Chachamon would agree that this is a case of, of Erva. So let's say a man is married to a woman, he divorces the woman, he is still going to be usher to her sister, that's a real erva. Aches Isha is that erva survives even after Yibam. Shavlad, Mamzer. Shavlad, Mamzer, that the Chum will agree that's a Mamzer. Okay, erva does not go away after divorce. Specifically, the Isra of Aches Isha, wife's sister, would go right after Misa, but after divorce, it does not go away. Frek de Gemara. Okay, so let's discuss that third one, right? That's the one that sounded strange. understand that's So that we see that marrying a gr- the sister of your wife, even after you divorce her, that is midivrei Torah. However, achas chalutzasei or kreivas chalutzasei, as far as we know, is only midivrei seifrim. Is only an iser midrabbanon. So the Gemara says, let's try. We're going to try to wordsmith this. Okay, we're going to try to change tani kreivas grushasei. So really, what the three cases are: three cases of 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 chayve, uh, three cases. Of where Rabbi Kiva is going to say Mamzer, two Chayve Lavin, and one Erva. Okay, and the Gemara actually wants to say, so it would mean Hamaxer Grushasai, Vahanoise Chalzasu Chayve Lavin, Vahanoise Kroibas Grushasai, that's real Erva, according to everybody. Yoitzi Vavlan Mamzer, they were Rabbi Kiva, Vachamim, then they would be Maida by the last one, which is Kroibas Grushasai, Shalvan Mamzer. So they would be Maida to Rabbi Kiva on that one. And so much so, says the Gemara, that Hachinam Mistabra. It makes sense that the third case is, in fact, Kroibas Grushasai. And not krevis chalutzasai because the katani seifa because the seifa said moidim and I say krevis kavushasai shavad mamzer. It says that the rabbanon will agree to Rabbi Kiva by nasi krevis kavushasai that the vlad is a mamzer. Nei yamar b'bishleima ayriba. So what do you mean moidim moidim? So that in order to say that the rabbanon were moida, so then it would logically it would it would, it would be logical to say that Rabbi Akiva was listing that as one of the cases. The Rabbanon agreed by the third one, not by the first two. Okay, the Katani Seva Maidim and Esek Revis Kushasa Shabbat Mamzer Yamar B'Shema Ayriba Hayatukatani Yumaidim. That's what the Rabbanon are agreeing to. Eli Amr Lai Ayriba, but if Rabbi Akiva wasn't discussing Krevis Kushasa, he was only discussing Krevis Chalutasa, so then my Ayri, Man Maidim. So what were the Chalm agreeing to? Rabbi Akiva wasn't discussing that then. So the Gemara says, no. That what was the chiddush over here? That we're saying that a maidim, Rabbi Kiva was discussing that there is right that you can have a mamzer from chayvei lavin, and the rabbanon would agree that you could have. I agree that you can make a mamzer, but not from chayvei lavin, but from chayvei krisus, and that's the maidim no raya. Now the gemara says, okay, so so hakatani lo kaman. Well, why would the rabbanon have to? Uh, list that here. We already have it later. Because why? Why would it, this Mishnah be telling us? Is if this Mishnah, like you want to say, is no raya that we're talking about krevis krushasai, and the Maidim isn't to the krevis krushasai specifically, because really Rabbi Kiva is krevis chalutzasai, and what's the Maidim to this concept that there is mamim mechayve krisos? Hakatani lekaman. We already learned this later. Ezo mamzer called sheer baser shubala yava di Rabbi Kiva. So any chayve lav according to Rabbi Kiva. Is going to create mamzerin. Rav Shimon, Atimani, Amer, Kol Shechayim, and Alav Karis Bidei Shamayim. 
Shimon Atmani holds that it's anything that's, it's, it, that a child produced out of a relationship that is a chay of karis, so that would be a vlad mamzer. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, we already say it later. So the Gemara says, okay, well, we already have Rav Shimon Atmani later. So why would I need the Rabbanon here? So the Gemara says, well, I'll tell you why I need the Rabbanon here to tell me that. Because because that was listed. So now our Mishnah wants to list it as a Stam Mishnah. Okay, so the Gemara says, one second. Why, why would we list Krivis Grushasai? Why dafka krivis kushasai? Imkain listni shayar chayvik krisis. Krivis kushasai lamali elishmami na ayriba. So it must be, right, this is, it sounds too fishy. Was, why would we pick this one? Out of all the, the chayvik <coughs> lama, we could have picked, we could have picked a different one. From the fact that we picked this one, it must be, it's very specific. Or, one better is that the, the Tana, the Stam Tana could have listed, just like when we said in Rav Shimon HaTimni, that we could have just said it as a general rule. Why do we have to specifically say krevas grushasai? Elamai, it must be that we were already dealing with krevas grushasai and the rabbanon are being moidish Rabbi Akiva by krevas grushasai because that is the example that Rabbi Akiva listed. So the Gemara says, no, again, no right. And really, we aren't. We were never talking about krevas grushasai. I did tani machzir grushasai. Since we listed Master Grushasai, so since we were dealing with Krevas Chalutzasai and Master Grushasai, so we're dealing in the Grusha Chalutza Kreva situation, Tanami Krevas Grushasai. So that's why the Tana, when he chose to talk about that, that the Chachamim will agree to Rebekiva that there is a Mamzer Mechavikrisus, the reason he chose to discuss a case of Krevas Grushasav is because it's all within the terms, the words that we were already using. Okay, so good. So now, if so, so we're saying that there is no Raya that Ayriba, and really Rabbi Akiva was specifically talking about Krevas uh, Chalutzasai, and what, what's bothering us is that Rav said, Kan Shana Rebbe, or Rishakr said, Kan Shana Rebbe, that Achais Chalutzasa is only Midra Abanon. So why would Rabbi Akiva hold that a child from Achas Chalutzasa would be Vlad Mamzer? So the Gemara answers, I'll tell you why. Right, so that's the kasha. Really? The reason is that You know what? That the Pasuk calls, when we talk about Chalitza, it's Beis Chalutzanal, Hakarav, Hakasov Karu Beisai. The Lemais of the Pasuk specifically called it Beisai. Beisai as if it's as if it's his house, meaning it's Erva. Okay, or Chayvei Lav at least, um, according to uh, Rabbi Akiva. And that's the way Rabbi Akiva darshans the Pasuk. Okay, so the Ritva actually says that since he calls it Beisai, so and, and I, I just, I corrected myself, but really this is a Machlekes uh, Rishayim. The Ritva says that since we call it Beisai, it's like an Erva, so really, according to Rabbi Akiva, now it doesn't really matter if it's a Chayvei Lav as far as we'll make a Mamzer, a Chayvei Lav, or or Chayvei Kares, Le'inyan, making a Mamzer, because Rabbi Kiva holds this Mamzerim even from Chayvei Lav. But the question is, what is this Din? If we call it Beisai, how far are we taking that? Is it just a Lav? Or is it Chayvei Krisis? The Ritva holds that, according to Rabbi Kiva, it would actually be Chayvei Krisis, because we call Beisai, like Achas Ishtai, it would be Achas Chalutza, so it would be no different. It's a real Din Daraisa, and it would be like real Erva. Miri, however, says it's Mashma, that it's, that, uh, it's only a Lav. Okay, and it, like I said, either way, 
in Rabbi Akiva, that would still make it a mamzer, but he says it would be a, 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 um, a lav. Now, let's move on. Amr Rabbi Yisif, Amr Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi. Rabbi says, B'Shem Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi. Hakol Maidim. Everybody agrees, B'Machser Grushasai. We're talking about Machser Grushasai, Shahavlad Pogum. Everybody agrees, meaning, we'll have to see, that even though Rabbi Akiva seemed to be the Das Yachud who holds Machser Grushasai, the child is a mamzer. However, everybody will agree that the Vlad is a Pogum. Okay, so what does Pogum mean? Pogum means that if they have a daughter, that will be puzzle to Kahuna. Okay, and that's the way Rashi explains it. But before we, we'll start on that in a second. Before we do that, Tosis on the bottom of Mandala, it says, out of all Chai Lava, what we're basically saying is a general rule. That yes, even though Rabbi Kiva holds that, that Chai Lavin, the child of Chai Lavin, will be a mamzer, and we saw the Rabbanon and Shemanat Timni don't, don't hold that. They hold Chai Kares. Only Chai Kares would the Vlad be a mamzer. So why specifically did we say Machzer Grushasai? We really could have listed, Tosis says, any Chai Lavin. It would be a general rule. Hakol Maidin, Chai Lavin, the Vlad is Pogum. Rabbi Kiva holds Chaimei Lavin, the Vlad is a mamzer. Everybody else says, not that it's a totally 100% kosher, but rather it's a pogum, which we're going to challenge in a second over here. But, um, and Tosa says the reason why is because it would be a havamina to think that, you're right, that it's lavdavka, it's all Chaimei Lavin. That's really what we're saying. Why we specifically said Master Grushasai is because, as we'll see later, the Pasuk has a specific reason to say that by Master Grushasai, it shouldn't be a pogum. Because the Pasuk says, um, it, the Pasuk says, a um, Lashon of Tumah. Okay, the Pasuk says, Acharei um, uh, Toyeva. Okay, Acharei Asher Hutama Ki Toyeva. He, that a Machsuk Rishasa is Begeder Toyeva. So we might think it actually is going to be worse. So therefore, we specifically wanted to pick, we wanted to pick, um, we wanted to pick a case saying, even Machsuk, uh, uh, Toyeva He, sorry, and later on we're going to say that Toyeva He, that only the woman herself, the Machsugrushasai, the woman who got remarried, um, that, that was Machsugrushasai, meaning she, her husband divorced her, she married somebody else, and then she goes back to her first husband. So that we'd say that, um, that it's Tayeva he, only he Tayeva, the Ein Boneha Tayeva. So there's a Havamina to think that the Pasuk is specifically saying that her child is in a Pagam, so therefore we want to. Si- when we talk about saying that the child is a pug, and we want to use the most extreme case, not just any chayve lot, but specifically this one, where there is a uh, diak from the Pasuk to say that this one shouldn't be a pug, comes along Rav Yosef and says, Hakol Ma'idim Machsar Grushasa, even Machsar Grushasa, where we have a diak, Shahab Lad Now again, what do we say? We said, what does pug mean? So Rashi says, pug is being yelled kehalala. Only if she has a daughter. It's very interesting, okay, that the, the Mepharshim explained in Rashi that if she had a son, so that will actually wash it. If she had a son, and the son had a daughter, that that daughter can go ahead and, and, and marry. There's no din pogum on the guy. And that daughter, so this lady's granddaughter, could be shaykh to, uh, to kuhuna. That only, it would only be, it, Rashi says, a daughter. And the Ramban argues on this. He says that Baspinoi would also be. And the way they explain Rashi is, is that because... Since Rashi holds that there's only a din pogum on a girl, a boy would be a regular Yisrael, and therefore we're not going to, he's a regular Yisrael, so it kind of washes the situation. But the Ramban actually holds that, no, Bas, that if, if, she has a do, if she has a son, Bas Bina, 
she has a son, then the daughter of that son would also be also to Guna. Okay, but either way, so we're saying it's like this. Hakol Maidim, like we said, we're not specifically talking about Machsuk Rishos, we're using it as a prototypical example. We explain why. So, Chayve Lavin, Amr Abshim and Berebi, Hakol Maidim and Machsuk Rishos, meaning Chayve Lavin, that even though Rabbi Kiva holds the Vlad Mamzer, that's she does Rabbi Kiva, everybody agrees that the child's not going to be 100% okay, at least according to Rashi, if it's a daughter, that there would still be a Psol Kahuna. Shavlad Pagam Lakuna, Man Hakol Maidim. So, who is this Hakol Maidim? Shimna Timni. So, it sounds like we're talking about Shimna Timni. Even though Shimon Atimini holds Ein Mamzer Mechaibin Lavin, he the Mamzer Lehava, like we spoke out, Pogamiyahava, Mikavachaber Mi'amano. How do we know this? will be a Kavachaber from Amano. Meaning, Uma Amano the Kayin Gadol, Sheini Surah Shavabakal. So let's say you have an Amano that married a Kayin Gadol. She is only usher to who? The Kayin Gadol. Okay. Bina Pogum, yet. If the amana marries a if the kain gadol marries an amana, so a regular kain can marry an amana. But if a kain gadol marries an amana, that's an isra. The child will be a pogum. Zu sheisura shavabakol in a din pogum. So this so by amana kain gadol where she's only usher to one guy and yet it's the son, her son's going to make a pogum. So for sure someone who's so usher that she's usher to everybody, meaning she's usher right that that that. Um, that this iser of Master Grushasai is shaykh to any woman. Is shaykh to any woman. So, okay, so for sure, if Amana to a Kayin Gadol is a very limited situation and they can make Bina Pagam, so for sure, Master Grushasai is shaykh to any woman, that would be Bina Pagam. Okay, so the Gemara says, okay, so that would be the Kal Machaymer. So, Kal Machaymer. So now, the Gemara is now going to bring three pirchas on that kal v'chaymer. No, you can't, you can't say that the child of a master grushasai or a chayve lavin should be benah pagam. You can't learn from a man of the gadol. A man of the gadol is also a lav, and there we definitely say benah pagam, that we know. So we can't learn it to master grushasai or other chayve lavin. Why? Says the Gemara three reasons. So we've had this concept before that the almana herself. So normally, when we say pogum, right, it means that the the child, the daughter, wouldn't be able to marry, um, you know, or vlad pogum shavlad pogum that that her that her son her her daughter would not be able to marry a kain. Okay, so. Her daughter can't make a kain, and we can't compare this, says the Gemara, to any regular case because here the amana of the kain gadol. Let's say the kain gadol were to die, so now the amana, as a regular amana, should be mutter to any regular kain because amana of the kain is allowed. It's only a grusha is not allowed to a kain. So says the Gemara like this: that an amana that married a kain gadol, he atzva she becomes usher to a regular kain. And that's why, so yes, I understand that when we talk about Amana, I understand that when we talk about an Amana, uh, uh, Amana the Kain Gadol, that the child of an Amana, let's say she has a daughter, will be Pagam, will be usher to marry a Kayin. But maybe that's because the mother also will be usher to a Kayin. Okay? As opposed to a master grushasa, so the mother, the mother doesn't become usher based on that. Now, of course, the mother is okay. The mother herself is going to be usher to a kain, 
but she's going to be also to because she's a grusha, not because of this bi'ilas iser. Now, v'oid, so that's pircha number one. Pircha number two on the Kabbalah Chaymer, hitay evak siv, what do you mean? And like we spoke out, the Pasuk says, acharei asher lo yuchal ba'ala, lo yuchal ba'ala harishayin asher lashub l'kachta, acharei asher hutama, says the Pasuk, that if the woman, if, if a man divorces his wife, and the woman goes out and marries another guy, she can't go back to the first guy, and it says, acharei asher hutama, ki toyeva he, that she is a toyeva. And what do we make a diak? He toyeva, ksiv, ve'in bonea toyevin. So you can make a diak saying that only she is a Taeva and her children are not. So how could you tell me Pogum, her child is not? It, the Pasuk specifically says only she is a Taeva. Third Pircha on this Kavachimer, how could you learn from Amman of the Kain Gadol that Vlada Pogum to a mach, child, to a, a daughter of a Machser Grushasai, Vaid, Tanya, Machser So we see clearly the Bryce says, a Machser is someone who is Machser Grushasai, meaning after he divorced his wife, she marries another guy. And the first husband takes her back. Somebody marries or you marry the so that is like we said that is so that's where famous Rabbi Akiva sheet like we discussed. In Lebak Kedushin, Ve'ena Tzrichemenu Get. She doesn't need a get. Okay, there's no Tfisus uh, Kedushin. The heap Sula. She is Pasol, okay, to a Kayin. It's when she, this woman, is Pasol to a Kayin. Rashi says, L'Kayin de Zainahi. Okay, she is a Zaina, that's why she's puzzled to the Kayin. Frek the Achrein, I don't understand. How could you tell me it's because she's a Zaina? She's a Grusha already, right? We're talking about a Chalutza, a Grusha. We're talking about somebody who is Asher to Kayin anyway. And they say that we see from here that there's two. We see that she would have a Dina Zaina because a Bia that creates Mamzerim would make the woman into a Zaina. And she would also be, if she would be with a Kayin, she would be Misham Zaina, and she would get two Misham Zaina and Grusha. Okay, but either way, what do we see? Vlad Apostle. And the child is possible. So that's the dinner of Yikiva. And we force them out of the marriage. Now, what do the Chum hold? The Chum say, Yesh loy ba Kedushin. She does have Kedushin. Chai Velavin has Kedushin. Vitzrichai men get. She does have to, uh, the, right? They're the living in sin. They're living in sin. It's also, so she needs a get. Okay. But there is Kedushin. Vihik Shera. She will be kosher. Vivlada kosher. So we're saying that we sound here like a machser grushasai. The Chachamim hold hik sheir of vlada kasher. Now, Laman, lav lekahuna. Aren't we talking about kahuna? So we see that it's vlada kasher. So this is the third. How could you tell me that Vlad of a machzer grushasay, a daughter of a machzer grushasay, the woman, is going to be pogum? What do you mean? We see here that it says hik sheir of vlada kasher, and we must be talking about kahuna. So the Gemara says, okay, now we're going we're to work backward over here. So we have three. Three. We're slugging up this. Sushtel to Amman Lakayin Gadol that Vlad is Pogum to say that Amachsu Gushasai also or Chayvelam and Vlad is Pogum with three Kashas. So we're going to work backwards. Let's start with the third one. So Mara says, Lai, you said that when we said Vlad Kasher, it's to Kahuna, and therefore Rabbi Yasef is wrong when he said that Machsu Gushasai Vlad Pogum. Is this Kuna? No. Maybe it's Lakal. Maybe we're saying she is Kasher to Kahal and her Vlad is Kasher to Kahal, meaning to a Yisrael. But to a Kayin, a Taka would be a Pogum. And therefore, your kavachamer would be good. The Gemara says one second. No, ihachi hikshera because it has. It, it sounds like it has to be standard. So chum hold that a machzer grushasa hikshera v'vladakshera. Now to what hikshera? You want to tell me it's the call laman ilam the call pshita mishum dezanya ifsul the call. So 
because she did znus, because she was a master kushasa, she did she did something she wasn't supposed to do. So we're going to apostle her to call. She can never be with her regular Yisrael. She's going to have a din of a mamzerah. So you don't make mamzerim like that. She's not going to be mamzerah. She's going to be mutter to marry Saul. She's just usher to a kain. So elamai, what much the kshera be? Okay, it can't be kshera. It, it can't be like kahal pshita. Right? I don't need to tell me that she's going to be kosher to kahal. Of course, it's to kahal. Mishum designya if so kahal elalav. You have to say she's kosher to a kohen. Okay, meaning, and we have to say like this. Anyways, we're dealing with a grusha, like we spoke out, and Tyson points this out. So what we mean is we don't actually mean to a kohen. We mean is she's kosher to eat truma. Okay, because she's a grusha, she can't. She can't be with a kain anyways. But what we're saying is her 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 BS Isser, that the fact that she was a Maxar Grishasai, won't possible her from eating truma. So she's Kishera for that. Umidihila kahuna. So now what did we say? The Khamim said hik shera, vladak shera. Hik shera to what? To kahuna. How do we explain that meaning that she could eat truma? So to Vladak Shera to Kahuna. That we can marry a kain. So umidihila kahuna, vladanami la kahuna. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Just because it says hikshere, vodakshere, they could be talking on two different things. Midi area. Hakadi Isa, who says they have to be in line? Hakadi Isa, the Hakadi Isa. Okay, maybe hikshere means taka to kahuna, meaning that she could eat truma. And vodakshere means lakahal. But, but, that she's done a mamzer, and that's coming lafuki rabbi akiva, who holds that a child of Maxagrashasa would be a mamzer. And, and, but really, maybe, but not pogum. So the Gemara says, Hachanam and Mistabri, and this taka would make sense. Why? That it doesn't have to, when we said Hikshera, Vladakshera, it doesn't have to be talking about the same thing. Hikshera could be to Kahuna, and Vladakshera could be to Kahal, but meaning that Vlad is, is going to be Pogam to Kahuna, in the third answer, and that it would actually make sense. Hachanam and Mistabri, the Katani Reisha, because if you go back to Rabbi Kiva and the Reisha, where Rabbi Kiva said, Heep Sula Vlada Pasal, Heep Sula Laman. What is she puzzled to? So I understand that Rabbi Kiva holds that the child <coughs> of a chayve lav will make a mamzeres, will be a mamzeres, but the mother who herself, who is, who is a party to this bias iser, she's not going to become a mamzeres. She's still mutter to marry a Yisrael. So LMI, it has to be when we said elalav lekuhuna. The Vlad Apostle Laman, Elam Alakuhuna. So you want to say Vlad, Vlad is Kossel, is, is So again, if you're telling me that it has to be in line, in Rabbi Kiva, when we said Heep Sula, that must be to Kahuna. So Vlad Psula would be to Kahuna, which is Mashma, that to Kahal, the Vlad would be allowed. Halakosher, what do you mean? Hamrabi Kiva Vlad Mamzer, the Vlad's Mamzer. So Elamai, you have to say Lapshita Lakahal. With the Reisha, so you, the only way to understand the Reisha is by saying, that when, when Rabbi Kiva said, he psula, it's to kahuna, and vlada psula must be even to the kahal. So we see that the psulas don't have to, one could be kahuna, one could be kahal. So too in the seifa, umi the reisha, right, that they can be inconsistent, Okay, so that took care of our first upschlag of the Kalvachimer. Again, where we start from, Rabbi Yisuf had a din saying that, that everybody is going, going to agree that by chayvei, we said that the Amana Lakain Gadol would the Vlad Vlad is going to be possible to Kahuna. Okay. If Amana Lakain Gadol, well, so in there, the son actually, if it was a boy, because it's 
his father is a Kayan, the son would be possible for Kuna. And if it's a girl, she is Psula to marry to Kuna. And we had three Kashas. So the third one that we just had, which is um, that we learned in the Brisa, according to the Rabbanon, that it sound like Kshera Lekuhuna, we say, no, it doesn't have to be. That we could say that he Kshera means Lekuhuna and Vlada Kshera can mean for Kahal. But Lekuhuna Taka, we could say that the Vlad is Pagam. And now let's go to the second upshlog of the Kalvachemer, Vihitayeva Nami, that which you, you said, ah, what, how could you tell me that the Vlad of Amaxer Grushasai is going to be Pagam? It says, how could you tell me that? It says, it says, Teva, Hihi Teva, Vein Vlada Teva, that only she herself is a Teva and the Vlad is not going to be Pagam. So what do you mean? No, you learned the Diak wrong. Maybe the Pasuk is coming to say that Sarasa, Vein Sarasa Teva, that in a Yibam situation, that even though you have a Machsa maybe the Tsaras Machsa Grushasai will be okay to do Yibam. Okay, but Banah or Taka Tevam and the wood make Pagam. Okay, so I, but now our first one, which was Ma'al Amanala Kain Gadol, that he, Atzma Meschalela, said, yes, the blood is a Pogum, <clears throat> and you want to say, you can't, but you can't learn Machsar Grishasai from Amanala Kain Gadol, because Machsar Grishasai, yes, the maybe you could say the, but I'm sorry, Amanala Kain Gadol, the blood is a Pogum, but maybe the blood is a Pogum only because the woman herself becomes Asr to, to uh, Kahuna to eat Truma, okay, but maybe. Doesn't become usher to eat truma, okay? And she said, if she doesn't become usher to eat truma, so then maybe her vlad wouldn't be a pogum. And it's only when the you become usher to kahuna or usher to eat truma, like an amanal kain gadol would be, if the kain gadol died, would be usher to kain. So that's when we would say vlad pogum. Master Grishasai maybe wouldn't. Ella, so we have to go ahead and say like this. That what is the Hakol Maidim that we're going back on? It's not Shimon Atimni. Hakol Maidim Beval Chayve Krisus Shavlad Pogum. Not on Chayve Lavin. Everyone's going to agree, not Chayve Lavin, Master Grishasai, but rather we're modifying it. Everybody agrees that if a, a man is Baal Chayve Krisus, then, or a woman is Vlad of Chayvakisus, then the Vlad of the, the child will be Pagam. Mana kol maidim. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yeshua, that the Avagavna Rabbi Yeshua, meaning Shimon Atimni and the Chachamim, hold that Chayvakisus, the child, is a Mamzer. Rabbi Kiva holds even Chayvakisus, the child, is a Mamzer, but there's a third Shita that we haven't had yet, and that's Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua holds that Ein Vlad Mamzer, El El Mechayvakisus Bezdin. So even Rabbi Yeshua, who holds that, that a Mamzer, Chayve Krisus don't make a mamzer, the child won't be a mamzer, it will be a pogum. Okay, then we're sure in a mamzer, they chayve Krisus, nehi, the mamzer will have a pogum, yahavim, 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 And this we can learn a kavachavim from another kain gadol, because another kain gadol, any surah shavalakol, she is only usher to who a kain gadol, yet bin a pogum, zushi, surah shavalakol, the woman here, okay, any, um, the, uh, the woman here, it's going to be shavalakol. Okay, she is usher to any din, meaning any din. It's not exclusive that she would be usher. She would be usher to anybody. So, so any din pagam. So for sure, bina should be pagam. Okay, now v'chitema. Now maybe you'll try to shlug it up. So you can't tell me. Can can amana kaingadol? Guess what? What did we say? That the amana herself becomes possible to kahuna. That's why vlad pagam. But over here, chayve krisus according to Rabbi Yeshua. 
maybe uh, the the woman who was bail bail right maybe the maybe the child shouldn't be pogum certainly the child is not a mamzer according to Rabbi Yeshua because any mamzer Mrs Bezin maybe the child shouldn't be pogum so the Gemara says. Maybe he'll try to slug it up. Hachanami, the Gemara says, guess what? Here, Kishazinsa, Kivan Shabala, Asa Okay, that when a woman has a, 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 a woman has a relationship for Chayv Kisu, we see something interesting here. So, even though, according to Rabbi Yeshua, Ein Mamzer Elame Chayve Misas Bezdin, but a Chayve Krisus which still would make the woman, the woman who was Baal, a Zaina, and the Zaina would taka become Aser to Kahuna. Okay, and therefore, and therefore, <clears throat> the, the woman would become Aser to Kahuna, and therefore, s- since the woman becomes Aser to Kahuna, just like the Amana, the Klingon becomes Aser to Kahuna, so too, Bina Pagam, and therefore, that is when the statement, when Rabbi Yasef said, Rabbi Yasef said, Hakoma de Masagushasai, that the Vlad is a Pogam, who is a Kalmaidim, it's Rabbi Shua, and even, even though he holds you only a Mamzer from Chayim Misas Bezdin, still the child from a Chayim Krisus would be a Pogam.